This is episode 160 on The Herpreneur Show. Today we have TV show host, TEDx speaker, and the founder of the feminist movement, Shah Moore. Welcome to The Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Hello there. I'm currently in Singapore on a family trip away and also doing some research and development on a new product under the Herpreneur brand. Exciting stuff, which you'll learn about in the months to come. I'm not sure if any of you have been to Singapore before, but let me tell you, it is incredible for adventure. We're in a place called Sentosa Island and it is jam-packed with experiences. So many fun parks, adrenaline activities. Um, If that's your type of stuff, I'm telling you, Sentosa Island is a place to go in Singapore. You can do it with your family, heaps of family-friendly things to do all the way to the daredevil stuff. But let me tell you, we got Braxton on some of the crazy stuff like the zip lines. He plucked up the courage. Tomorrow he's going to go on this massive bungee jump but on a swing uh, with Pete. Um, I would do it, ladies, but there is a stack of stairs and at the moment my back is just at the end of rehab and I'm not allowed to do that many stairs at the moment. Otherwise, I won't be able to walk and I'll undo all my hard efforts. And you know how important it is for me to get back out and dance and exercise. So I'm going to be so jealous, but um, I can't wait to catch it on camera. Let me bring on the lady of the hour, the incredible Shah Moore. Perhaps you've seen her TEDx talk. She's also the TV show host of the Girlfriend Hour. She's an international best-selling author, keynote speaker, the founder of The Feminiscence, and maybe you've held one of her incredible print magazines in the past. Let me introduce you to Shah Moore. Oh, Annette, humbled to be here. Thank you so much. Now, I would love for you to share with the listeners, where on this beautiful planet are you right now? Where do you reside? Where are you working from right now? Well, that's a great question that you say right now, because uh, we are currently on an island in Thailand. And uh, six weeks ago, we actually left Australia. So we ran away from home after uh, having 30 years of beautiful marriage. We decided that, you know, our kids are adults now. They're not kids. Our grandkids really don't need us. And we don't want to be helicopter nanny and poppy. Uh, So we hopped on a plane and here we are. So for how long, who knows? Uh, But that's where we are right this minute. What made you choose that destination specifically? Uh, Well, I was born in Thailand uh, some 50 years ago, and uh, we've always loved the country, the people, the food, but this island in particular, so we're in Koh Samui, uh, it's it's magical. It's mad, yeah. (laughs) Imagine saying, ladies, that you live on Koh Samui. Well, it's life by design, I think, Annette. And that's the thing that I really want to encourage people to think about is that the rule book of how to live and where to work, throw it out the window. And, you know, as I speak to you, I'm looking out, we're on a bungalow on the beach and I'm looking out at sand, palm trees and turquoise water. And that's just life by choice. It's a choice for all of us. Absolutely beautiful. Now, can we do, for anybody who may not have seen your TED Talk, who may not have seen you grace the stage at all, could we go back to your childhood story, which was a game changer really with, I feel, partly what 
is the rudder of your boat now. Can you give us a glimpse of that background? And then we're going to fast forward to now. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to preface it with every one of us needs to place ourselves into a moment in time uh, when I share this story, because I think it's really important, whatever stage of business you're at right now, there has been a moment in time that you've been faced with something and you made a choice. And, uh, you know, so I want to start by that, but I'm Indian born in Thailand. And at the age of 11, I was betrothed to a man who was nine years older than me. And until 15 and a half, I was this Indian girl going to a country school in Victoria, Australia with, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed, gorgeous, you know, Australian white skinned people. And here I was wearing this engagement ring. So my childhood was quite you know, horrible. And at 15 and a half, my beautiful stepdad that raised me found out about this arrangement and asked me one pivotal question, which literally transformed the rest of my life. And he asked me, is this what you want? Now saying yes, Annette would have been far easier because before I was born, I was being groomed for this role. And yes, was all I knew. In six months, I was due to get married, have a family. And that was my life. And so saying no, I did not know what no looked like, what it meant for me, my world and so on. And yet I still said it anyway. And it is, it does link into what I do now, because I remember a few months before that moment, I stood on a farm that we lived on and overlooked the lake. And I remember looking out, even as a child at 15, I remember looking out going, this isn't my life. Mm. I'm here for more than this. I don't know what it is, but this isn't my reality. And when my my dad asked me that question and then it sent me on this whole trajectory and now I look back, I go, this is what I was born to do was shine the light on other people through our media agency. But it's ironic. I didn't know that then. Mm. But, and ironically, now look at what I do. I find yeah. people that are here for more and I produce a, a product in our media brand and I, I put them in it to shine the light on them. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, no, no, it's... um. It's your calling, you know, it's, and, and what I love is I would love to start with how do you tap into, Shah, your, your driver? Because out of all the women that I know in Australia in entrepreneurship, you really have done really big chess moves, moves on the chessboard. They're not, they're not little. You, you really do something with you you are heard and you 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 are known mm. what is it in mm. you what what what's it is there a is there a, a strong calling is it a knowing do you how do you get these ideas out and then that next step to say I can do it what is that in you yeah great question and I you know I often ask myself this am I courageous or crazy and time will tell but I'm just one I'm just one of these people that has always lived life like someone left the gate open Mm. and when my dad gave me that opportunity to choose my destiny I guess a big part of why I push the boundaries break the boundaries create my own rule book uh, is because he gave me an opportunity to choose my destiny and I, I wanted to make him proud Mm. And so I never play anything by halves. I don't do anything that's small. I don't do anything that's mainstream. I don't look at, I launched a magazine. I was facing bankruptcy after 2011 Queensland floods with some retail shops I had. And I went into a news agent to find a women's empowerment magazine that was filled with women like you and me and probably a lot of your listeners. And of course, everything was 
celebrity gossip diet fashion rubbish. I was too fat in one, too skinny in another. And I mm. got really cranky pants and I walked out of there, hands on my hips saying, how hard could it be? I'm going to start a women's empowerment magazine and call it Why Mag and focus on why people do what they do. And of course, when you know the why and it's bigger than your fears, if your mm -hmm. why is not bigger than your fears, I can mm -hmm. tell your listeners now it's not your why. Yeah. Our why is not our children. Uh, we love them to pieces, but that's not why we're here. It's not why we were born to produce more. We're here for something else. And when you know the why, I realized that the how, the what, the when, the who, all of that fell into place. Yeah. And I launched a TV talk show last year during the pandemic, but I'd yes. wanted to do my, I know, I wanted to launch my TV talk show. If someone said you're the new darling of daytime, I said, slow down, honey, it's only two seasons. But it was just a real, it launched at the right time, but I'd wanted to launch it for 10 years. Mm, and yeah. it took me being turning 50 diagnosed with a chronic illness that I'd had since my teens that I didn't know about two major surgeries to get off my absolute backside and say mm. what the heck am I waiting for mm. people need the girlfriend our tv show now not tomorrow now because the world was alone people were feeling isolated and and they were missing their girlfriends like girlfriend love is a whole nother mm. level of love right it's different to being a mum, a sister a, a wife it's girlfriend love and so the girlfriend hour just hit the spot and it was conversations like you would on a Friday night, bottle of rosé, Thai food, your best girlfriend, you solved the problems in the world in about eight minutes. <laughs> let's be honest. Absolutely love it. So let's just take you through your timeline. So we first met through, you were running some type of events, networking groups. Then you went into the Y magazine. Is that right? So they were sort of at the same time. So I started the Style Network Group, which was my first networking group. I loved bringing people together and I loved watching people network with each other and support each other. I've always been a community mm -hmm. collaborator. And I think they're the new currencies of business now anyway, is co-creation, collaboration, community. And mm -hmm. so I ran over 300 events over five years. So we had the Style Network Group and then we morphed it into Y Network because when YMAG launched, People started asking the question more, which is what I wanted. Thank you, Simon Sinek. Why? Start with why, not what I do. And I, 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 it really hit home with me at one of our events and we had two mortgage brokers and one mortgage broker stood up and said, I'm a mortgage broker. Here are the rates. This is what we do. Like all the black and whites of things, right? The other mortgage broker said, I was refused a home loan because I had five children and I went to a mortgage broker. I had all the money, could affordability. I went to a broker and they got me a loan. And I realized that that's why I wanted to become a broker. After the circle broke, I can, it's, it's obvious which mortgage broker had yeah. all the people lining up to talk to, right? Because mm. she started with why. And so why mag, why network went on. We ran hundreds of events. And I think we got to a point then where meetups started to kick up. And mm. everyone was running a meetup and I started putting on weight going from, you know, one coffee morning to the next eating muffins, talking to one or two people. And I think it's important in business to realize when the market is saturated and when to pull out and people mm. are like, why would you close such a successful model? Because it was time for me to move on to the next big thing, whatever that was, because I'm a leader, not a follower. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. So why magazine nine years? Is that right? Why magazine nine years? We were digital and then... Mm. Lo and behold, we started getting emails from people going, this is awesome. Why can't I hold it in my hands? Because our demographic are old school. We're, we're tactile. We wanted mm -hmm. to hold a printed yeah. paper magazine like we did when we grew up. 
And I'm like, no, no, didn't you get the memo? Large print houses and publications that were well-established were closing and going to digital. These people wanted me to go to print. I'm like, okay, crowdfund. So we did. Mm. And we crowdfunded and launched our first printed product, sold around the the country news agents. We were then uh, invited into Qantas airport lounges and five-star hotels. And did you actually have that moment when you walked into the news agents and it was like, wow, I actually remember the moment when I walked in through the Queensland floods, couldn't find the magazine. And here I am looking at my magazine. Did you have that moment? Many a time. And all the news agents on the Gold Coast know that every time I published a publication, I would walk in, take a selfie with them and cry because it's one of those moments. Like I think we get so caught up in the doing, we forget to stop and go, I dreamt this. I then made it happen. I didn't let anything stop me. The fact that I didn't finish high school, I don't have any certificates or formal degrees on my wall, except a plastic trophy my kids gave me one year for, for Mother's Day saying best mum in the world. That's the one I have, um, which is an important one. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't let any of those things I don't have stop me. And so, yeah, I walked in and stalked it, took photos of it on the shelves. I did that for that was in print for four years. And then we launched a second publication called Feminescence. Yes. Let's oh, go, girlfriend. Share with everybody how the name came about. Oh, God. Hilarious. It is hilarious. So it was 2 a.m. and my husband, you know, been together over 30 years. He's used to me waking up in the middle of the night with some harebrained idea. And it was like two in the morning and I started rambling and I got really passionate and emotional, which happens when I channel my intuition. And I started saying, I want to help women and guide them back into their innate feminine essence. But because it was two in the morning and I hadn't done my speaker warm up, I said feminescent. And he stopped me, which is really hard to do. And he (laughs) said, that's a really good word. And I said, what word? I'd never heard it. I don't remember saying it. And he repeated it back to me. It was the first time I heard it and I was bawling my eyes out. It felt and sounded like I had been gifted something from the heavens above. Uh, And the rest is literally history. Your husband's awesome. He is. He's attentive listener now. He's already got lots of brownie (laughs) points. No one just been with him for 30 years, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Broken him in now, certainly not going to change him anytime soon. (laughs) So what were the steps then? Was it what is feminescence? Like, did you already like go, okay, this is the first thing. Talk about the idea of going back through like a startup again. Yeah. I'm so there is radio, but talk us through that process to then start to get that momentum. Yeah, great question. And I think that because we had YMAG and it was so successful, we were able to pick through. When I say we, me and my alter egos and the rest of me, and of course our team, um, we were able to pick through and see what worked with YMAG and what we felt was now being called for. And Mm. because my brands were highly feminine. Uh, you know, my office, my backdrop that you're looking at, everything is very much feminescence. I wanted this brand to really represent that inner beauty. And when we think about feminescence, I really wanted our readers and the, the women we profiled to tap into three key things, to be unapologetic, to mm. be confident, yet graceful. And this is something that we are still Beautiful. teaching women. So in two weeks, 
we closed our printed magazine last year to focus on a beautiful coffee table book we're doing, but we're about to launch Feminescent Digital in two weeks time. Uh, mm. so that we can reach more people globally. And we we are banging on about these three things because women need to learn to stop saying sorry. Even when we don't do something, if something happens around mm. us, typically mm. women will go straight in, oh, sorry that mm. happened to you. Why are you apologising for something you didn't do? Mm. And it's good to be a good human being. I'm not saying don't, but sometimes we can go a little bit over over the top there. And confidence. Confidence is different to arrogance. And I encourage all of your listeners today to really step into their confidence. I never used to. I was a bullied Indian engaged child, right? That has no education, no formal degrees. I was laughed at. Yet I've spoken on stages and you could hear a pin drop. I've done my TEDx talk. I've been invited to speak on cruise ships. I have a TV show. There's lots of things I've achieved. And I have confidence because I know I'm really good at what I do because I do it with the right heart. That mm, is not arrogance. Yeah. Because I say that does not make me arrogant. It means that I have earned the stripes. I've had a disease. I've been bedridden with two exceptionally painful surgeries, yet I still launched a TV show in between it all. And I'm confident that what I do matters and impacts lives. And that's why we're on the Impact One Million Movement Tour now. Um, and graceful. We can do it with a soft I elegance. I love that word, Grace. Oh, my gosh. I think of Audrey Hepburn. Yes, she's a screensaver on my phone. She used to sit in my office in a big black and white print. And graceful. We don't have to push and hustle and mm. clickbait people. I believe that we elegantly serve the opportunity we have within our company. And if a savvy woman or man wants the opportunity, they will buy it from us. We don't need to push anything. Mm. Graceful is so key. Oh, and the feminine way. And that's what I really had to learn with myself, Shah, when we spoke off air, which was just, I realized that I burnt out so much because one, I didn't know how to scale myself, mm. but two, every coach, every person that had mentored me was a male. And I was working like a male in probably not probably what should have been my most feminine time was when I had a child. Yes. I had a baby and here I am going, right, got to hit the seg of seven figures. And, you know, I've got to do this seven figure launch and I've got to do this event. And there was just so much pressure around. It was a push, push, push. It was a real like yang, like the yin and yang. It was a real male energy when really I should have been in my most feminine energy. No wonder I bloody burnt out. And it took so long to go, I'm never going back there again. And I want to feel my way through it. Mm -hmm. And that word grace is everything that I resonate with now because mm -hmm. everything I choose to do is to do it differently. And what would, lo and behold, what happens? Finally, I come mm -hmm. out with my wow. real calling, really important, what I feel I'm here for, and mm -hmm. bang, out of the gates again. So I yeah. love this whole concept of everything that the feminescence is talk to us about the magazines because you were the first person and the only one that I know where you give people the opportunity to be on the cover mm. now I know it's not just anyone can just get on that no. cover obviously they've got to tick a few boxes in you know working with their heart not their head but can you talk us through one the concept and then two the opportunity because there's going to be women here mm. that really could be that person that's going to make that difference on that cover absolutely thank you and it's you know you know what I find really sad with that question Annette is that 
you know, you'd think that most of us at some point, even as a child, has had a dream of, of making it and being on a magazine cover, right? It's something yeah. that you, you kind of want to at least want to do once in your life. And yet we now give people the opportunity. And I have spoken to some of the most successful women. And I don't just determine success by printed paper in the bank because money is one element mm. of it but successful women with everything well in their life. And they still hesitate because they wonder if it's too out there, Mm. right? If I had a conversation, if I launched a male magazine, which we are considering doing a digital platform, my husband wants to call it man essence, but for me, that sounds like an aftershave. So I'm not sure we can do that. But, you know, if I was having a conversation with a guy with a healthy amount of ego, he would have given me the money quicker than a bride's night he would come Mm. off, right? Why do women stop and hesitate? And yeah. so, yeah, we do, we do, we give, and, and even with our digital product, we've got the beautiful site, we've got three femme founders a month where they can be that feature person on the website. And then we do have a digital feminescence magazine cover. And, uh, you know, we do have opportunities for women to be on that cover. And it's what they do with it. And yet it's not just, sure, let's have a hot moment where we get the family around and pop some bubbly. And my God, I made the magazine cover. I want you to do that because that is a big deal. And we <laughs> want to put it up in your office absolutely but let's look at how you can use that as a tool we are Mm. in such a busy noisy digital world how do you stand out why did I create a media agency with products that rattle the industry cages because I want you to stand out I don't want to add to the noise it's why we stopped publishing compilation books Uh, Mm. it's why we're doing a hardcover 400 page coffee table book with global distribution launching in Times Square with 100 people press conference it's up on the billboards that's why we create different things because we believe you deserve a platform that's going to shine not add to the noise so when you think about a cover what do you do with it people are stalking you okay we call it researching let's be honest it's socially stalking we are checking you out before we even agree to have a call and we're looking Mm. for credibility stamps I'm looking to see have they been on any podcasts have they been featured in any media have they been on a cover have they done their TEDx Mm -hmm. there's a host of things my team look for before anyone Mm -hmm. gets in my diary and Mm. if you don't have those things that's why we have our products and services so that we can add those to your toolkit when you're looking to grow your brand you need to be heard when you're trying to get on my podcast show impact one million your show there's things you're looking for to make sure that your guest is going to add value to your audience right these are Mm. some of the tools that we provide and it's Mm. so important to move out of our own way for a minute not make being on the cover about you why don't we make Make it about the person who then gets to see you, gets to find out about you because you're highly visible on a cover or in a book mm. or whatever, and they get to learn about your work and they get to do your work and they get a result. Oh my goodness, isn't that why you started your business to help someone? Yeah, beautiful. My gosh, yeah. You allow somebody to be in the position to help more people because of the visibility, because suddenly you're in front of on on the cover of the magazine. That's edification. But then it's more than that because suddenly somebody gets the attention and they can really see and feel your work. That's just huge. (laughs) You've mentioned this a couple of times, the coffee table book. Let's get into it. I know you were busting at the seams with this. I know that you're currently going to be traveling over to New York to launch it. Mm -hmm. 
So can you take us through what it is, why are you doing it and just the whole journey up until now? Oh, actually beyond. Let's go. Like, what do you envision? Because what you see, you build. We know that. (laughs) So what I envision, I'll start with that and then I'll tell you about the product because I've seen it's done. And by the way, I look absolutely gorgeous stepping out of the limo at Times Square. End of May 2024, there's red carpet waiting. I'm in a limo. I'm dressed to the nines. I look the best, feel the best I've ever felt in my life at 52 uh, years old. I just want to let everyone know that I looked awesome. Uh, And, you know, and I have a moment as I step out of the limo and I've got waterproof mascara on uh, because I stand there and I close my eyes for half a second and I picture that Indian girl, 15 and a half on my farm, due to get married in six months. And Mm. I picture her standing there and when she sent that energy out to the water and she had a fleeting, innocent moment of this is not your life, you are meant for more. As I come out of that limo, that is the moment I will bring home. And then I'll be greeted with... A hundred exceptional entrepreneurs who have invested money, time, energy, effort, love to pour their knowledge into this hardcover coffee table book. And as we all look up at the billboards in Times Square, there is that impact book flashing back at us. And we all have a moment and we remember the moment we learned about this project. We remember the moment we came together as a community to impact 1 million lives because here's the recipe. And even though I failed maths, I know this one. 100 people that impact 10,000 lives, we impact a million. I can't do it alone. I don't want to do it alone. It's so not fun. So we're curating this, not a compilation, not an anthology. Oh, I love them. And there's a place for them in the market. But this is for people that see themselves at the top of their game, whether they're there yet or not, they see it. They know that they are here for major impact. They want to stand out. They get four pages in this compilation book and we pepper them through because it, the coffee table book is visually compelling design. It's not, it, it looks like an architectural book, a floral book. It's going to have every page will be a different feel and experience. I imagine it will be gorgeous. Oh, we're going to pepper through some celebrities. We're going to make it amazing. We've been signed by a US publisher. I see the publisher emailing me going, Shah, we've just had an order for a thousand books from a large conference. We've just had an order from a university. They want hundreds of books. We've had an order from a big company. They want it for all their boardrooms. We've had an order from a big hotel chain. They want it in their executive floors. That impact book is going to be historic. And the hundred people that I choose to place in there will use the leverage of what we're putting together for decades and decades and decades. The tagline, the ultimate playbook for life and business. Beautiful. I just love that you are hearing the conversations. You are seeing and feeling the orders and the need and where it's going to be and, you know, the the power behind the thought, the creative, the, the vision makes it happen. Not without no effort, ladies. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not but, at all. <laughs> you know, that's the stuff that pulls you forward. You know, you can either have a conversation in your head that disempowers or empowers, and you can just hear this conversation in your head. And then for you to verbalize it, there, energy's out yep. there. Boom, it's off. It's, it's yep. in the quantum now. It's, it's, getting, it's getting created as we speak. It's there. 
it's created. There's no such thing exactly. as time. It's already it's already there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Universe has printed the books. The universe has lined up a ton of media. The universe is already talking to celebrities that that need to be part and put their name to this book. They they email me and thank me. The celebrities are emailing me and thanking me. They will because I've set the intention that. Thank you for allowing me a platform to share my deepest lessons and thoughts in a book that is going to be here long after I'm gone so that my wisdom mm. doesn't die with me whenever my parking meter expires. I've seen the email. It's happened. Love it. You were very passionate about this one saying, which is wake up tomorrow is promised to no one. Yeah. Just share a message on that. Share something with us just so we really, that hits home because there might be somebody listening that is plain small and mm. plain small as in they know what they want to do they're just plain safe because mm. it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't mm. or it feels the discomfort is more comfortable mm. than going after your dreams can we just talk to that for a moment because I think that yeah. you out of everybody would be very qualified to give us this <laughs> advice Absolutely. Well, it's like the pebble in the shoe that's not quite bad enough or hasn't quite cut through the skin enough to kind of stop your walk and take it out, right? So there, you know, it's there. It's like, ah, and it just keeps sort of bugging away. But, you know, that that statement was something I believed really, it was everything before the pandemic. And I, I think the pandemic has helped me bring that statement to life because it showed all of us, we never did, Annette, but it showed everyone that we don't control tomorrow or anything outside of ourselves. We never have, by the way, people, but um, it really highlighted that. It shut our worlds down and we either pivoted or we died and, you know, in business, I mean, and, you know, so, so people needed to change their thinking and do things differently. But if, you know, we, we create stress when we think about the past, we can't change it. We have anxiety about the future. We're not in control of it yet. My gift to you today is to be present in this moment mm -hmm. because honestly, this moment you and I creating, we are impacting lives, whether someone listens to it when it launches or five years from now, maybe yeah. something you've said or asked me or something I've answered will change their life. And isn't that why we're here? And if I can only control now, I'm going to control now. I'm not thinking about what I'm doing after this or what I did before this. I'm here right now. And mm. if you are worried about putting something out, there's a couple of things I want to add into that. You, you may be worried. I used to play safe on fake book and I call it fake book for a reason. What you are seeing ain't real girlfriend. You are seeing polished professionals that have got curated blah, 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 blah going on. And as a leader, years ago, I shared something highly vulnerable and I was criticised by some speakers in Australia when I was on the circuit. And they said, you have just killed your speaking brand. What happened in the next month was I was more booked as a speaker than I have ever been booked in my life. Because when we are vulnerable, thanks Brene Brown, as a leader, we are authentic. We are showing everyone that we are just like them. It's just that we've learned to craft our mindset in a way that keeps us going. And I will never play on fake book. Mm, Before we left Australia helpful. six weeks ago, yeah, I shared a very vulnerable post on how I was feeling about leaving. We are such a close family. My friends, my girlfriends and my sisters, beautiful penthouse we bought in, in the Gold Coast, stunning. And we still own it, but I had to move out of it to travel. And so I, I wanted to share how I was feeling because everyone goes, oh my God, she's traveling the world. How exciting. Yes, it is. However, it's also difficult. Mm. Uh, and we need to move out of 
this fear of someone, Uncle Joey, Uncle Bob, Cousin Brady, whoever, commenting on something, I want you to share vulnerably, hand on heart, passionate, go your hardest, and then please find your tribe because mm. you will see instantly if anyone tries to pick you down or gaslight, I've been gaslit so many times on social media, I can't count, um, and I don't mm. care. I just block, delete, move on. Not my people, not my circus, not my monkey. Yeah. Not my monkey, not my circus, however that goes. <laughs> right? But it's just not my stuff. It's theirs and it's often jealousy. And I stay true mm. to me and I find my people. So find your tribe, go big, go hard. Mm, yeah. And, you know, I wrote a post actually um, a couple of weeks ago, just everything that I'm doing now, and ladies will make the announcement partly, just quietly, mm -hmm. is everything's about creating high-performing female entrepreneurs. So you are at the highest level in your health. So you are optimal health for you. It doesn't compare how your body is to how you were 20 years ago, whatever it is. It's so you feel incredible. And one of the posts I wrote was about nobody's coming to save you. Yeah, And that's what I was, oh, it was like, I really wanted to work through my stuff, but then somehow mm -hmm. I just knew that it was going to be up to me. If I had to yeah. clean up my health, if I had to stop the over drinking for, you know, feeling fulfillment. Mm -hmm. If I had this terrible injury, which I did um, with my back, which stopped me from exercising, but then it didn't, that wasn't what made me put on the weight. It was not learning to manage the stress. And mm -hmm. as soon as no one's going to come to help me, except for me, then that was then boom, taking full responsibility. And mm -hmm. I just love that. What you're passionate about is just wake up because it, the only person that can do it is you. No one, no one's promising you anything. Yeah. And that's pretty much your whole life, Shah. That's your whole life. You, you, you take responsibility in everything. I just want to say that it's been an honor to witness your journey um, from afar, from afar. And um, yeah, it's just, you just really are iconic as a female entrepreneur that really represents Australia. Now, Shah, before we wrap up with my final questions, I just want to touch on the podcast. Can you tell us a bit about your podcast? Yeah, the Impact One Million show is a show for leaders around the world and tying in with everything we're doing with the book, we want to impact a million lives. Uh, so the more diverse conversations we can have on the show, and I love to push boundaries. I love to change, to change the narrative. I think we need to be really asking different questions. And we love to do that on the show and go really deep. So Impact One Million or That Impact Show, uh, that's what it's all about, is, is helping people change the narrative and think differently about the impact they're creating and what legacy they're leaving behind. Mm -hmm. How will they be remembered? And who do you have on the show? Who are the types of people that you're inviting on the show? We really do have some exceptional leaders around the world. So we've had uh, Australia's biggest brand guru, uh, marketing agency people. We've got people in the States. Uh, the other day, the show will come out soon. Um, we have a 2024 US presidential candidate uh, on the show. So I've wow. really gone. So you definitely yeah, diverse. Yeah, very diverse. <laughs> very oh, diverse. Fantastic. Beautiful. With what you've learned over the, I don't know how many years, <laughs> start up a lot um, and, and relaunch brands. Uh, for a woman that's in the startup right now, I'd love for you to give a piece of advice to her, something that you think, hey, I think this is really going to be a game changer for her. And then one for the woman in the growth stage. She's, she's been in business for a while. Perhaps she's mm -hmm. been playing safe and she, she can go to the next level. Perhaps she's ready to take on the next thing. 
just a piece of advice, whatever comes to you at the moment would be great. Yeah, I think for the startup, the best piece of advice I could give, as soon as you can do it, find yourself a mentor. It's the fastest shortcut way to get there, but find someone that aligns with you. Uh, I remember when I was facing bankruptcy and I wrote my first book from broke to BMW in 18 months. Um, I I remember that. Yeah, such a cool book. It got me onto cruise ships, that book. Um, But I I literally, I don't know how ridiculous the system, but I got a credit card, I don't know how, and I booked a mentor. And in in six weeks, I'd done 45 grand of sales um, because I was the best student in the room. And I think find a mentor as soon as you can at whatever level you can do it and any way you can borrow, you know, whatever. and then for the entrepreneur that's that's really ready to scale, my best advice to you is stop hiding. Stop mm-hmm. playing small. Please make yourself visible. If you have reached a stage in your business where you've passed the first 12 months, which is the most critical, most don't make it, you are obviously doing something right and your clients are benefiting from that. Now, by not stepping up into the bigger stages and platforms that are waiting for you, you are someone's medicine. So if you were a doctor and someone is sick and you're sitting there on an island and you see someone sick and you have the medicine, you're like, oh no, that's too scary to walk over there. Someone might comment on something. I'm just going to sit here. You wouldn't do that. You would step up, share the medicine, help that person. So you've reached a level in your business where you could go now from here to here and you're like, oh no, I'm just going to stay flying under the radar. Why? Don't add Mm. to the noise, create the noise, go big. Yeah. No one benefits from you playing small. Not at all, um, not at all. No, and not even yourself because the discomfort of playing small actually is very uncomfortable. Oh, you'll frustrate the pants off yourself. You'll you'll then start to go into the minute you bring out the C word, and I'm not talking champagne and chocolate this time, I'm talking comparison, right? And, you know, it's the oh, minute yeah. you... Right, you stop playing mm-hmm. small. You're not taking the risk they're taking, but then you're going to mm-hmm. scroll through Facebook on a Friday night and you're going to start going, oh, but they've got that and they're because they stepped up and maybe you haven't mm. yet. So be the one that people are scrolling uh, and just get out of your own way. But make sure you remember one thing. It is so not about you. When you put yourself on a magazine cover, when you stand next to me at Times Square in the coffee table book, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about what impact we can make on 1 million lives. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. about how we can help humanity. Yeah. And when you serve from that place, then it stops the unconscious selfishness, right? It's not work. This it's is fun. Because suddenly you're flipping the script and you're now looking out instead of looking in at yourself. Um, exactly. That's a mic drop right there, Shah. You're just in, in, incredible. Totally. Thank you for yeah. today. I do love to finish with this because it's one thing that I absolutely love and believe is I really want women to feel incredible and to know one of the things they need to do to get to their happy vibration. What's the one physical thing that you do that you know when you do it, it gets you away from your desk, it's something that moves you or gets you in your body. What's the one thing that you would do that makes you the happiest version of you? Swimming, anything by the water. Uh, hence, I'm on an island on in a beachfront <laughs> bungalow, <laughs> looking at the ocean and my husband swimming as I speak. Um, swimming, oh, anything on the water that gets me moving. I know we do our exercises. We walk in the ocean, fast-paced walking in the ocean. Uh, I lay on my back on a day that my hair is not behaving itself and I can get it wet. 
um, and I lay and I just float on my back and I talk to the universe and I, I call in all these book orders. I call in my celebrities. I, yeah. I talk to the universe. We have a great relationship. We talk all the time, but that's my happy place, walking and swimming. Yeah, beautiful. Well, you know what? I, I always say this. It's interesting when people are sad or when they just want to relax, they go sit and look at the ocean. Yeah, positive and ions. Is that what it is? Because I think is it yeah. because made of water like 99 percent of our it's the ions yeah I it's get the positive that. ions yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 looking at it being in it sitting in it anything near the water yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why yeah. i go to the shower in it. i could just see her now calling on Bob. the gods calling on everyone and they're like having a party with her in the water i love exactly. it and we're doing a docking series and we're going to film 100 questions from all over the world and one of them i'm going to come out of the ocean and uh, ask my question um we're going to film it it's going to be hilarious so yeah anything to do with water Usha, it's been incredible thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and just making the change in the world that you're doing and uh, we can't wait to witness this journey of a million people with the book the big beautiful coffee book and um when 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 is the launch do you say may 2024 yes yeah, perfect. Oh, how can we follow you more? Where is the best mm. way to learn more, to get to know you, um, and how can we support you? Thank you. Uh, so the Impact Book, um, the website is thatimpactbook.com, really easy. So people can look at the product there, pre-order the book, apply to be in it. Oh, we can pre-order it? Pre-order, yeah, you could pre-order if you want to be that that keen. Um, you're well, definitely pre-ordering, guys, that list. helps everybody know. Pre-ordering yeah. helps whoever's going to sell it like people already want this so this helps Shah exactly. help others right That's so right. it's your help yeah yeah love it that impactbook.com and then instagram i'm Shah Moore with two underscores in the middle because one wasn't enough because my surname is more uh so Shah two underscores more <laughs> and my website my same name so look you can find me all over socials i love hearing from people i love hearing their stories i love hearing the impact they're making uh, we have podcast show as well, a TV show. So you can track me down if you want me. Beautiful. <laughs> well, ladies, what we're going to do is if you scroll below, you can click that one link. That one link will take you to a list of all the things that we've mentioned today on the show. And um, if you're interested in the Feminescence magazine, the coffee book, everything will be there. Shah, thank you so much for gracing your presence. It's been beautiful to connect with your game. Oh, so lovely. Thanks so much for your time, Annette. Thank you. You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then... Make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.